And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the podcast you've all been waiting for, Legacy Story with Adam Solomini. Thank you, thank you. All right, welcome to episode 15 of Legacy Story. My name is Adam Salmini, and this is my podcast. Today, we have three amazing legacy stories that we're going to talk about. But ultimately, this podcast is meant to rekindle your own legacy story memories and ignite a desire to create more. Before we get started, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the news, the media, social media. Have you noticed that the media is mostly negative? And because of this, most social media that you'll come across is negative. From my point of view, it seems to have caused a huge divide within this country. What I have done is I've chosen to get rid of negativity online. For instance, if you have three negative posts, if I notice this while I'm scrolling through whatever, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be, if you have three negative posts and no positive posts in between, you're getting muted. I usually don't ban people. I don't block people. I'll just mute them so I don't see whatever is coming through their feed, which is usually negative. So unless you're my immediate family or my super tight group of friends whom I've been friends with since elementary school and junior high, they get a pass. The reason they get a pass is because our relationships are deeper than a comment or a political point of view. And regardless of the point of view, we can end the conversation and continue our great relationships. Now, this, this actually used to be normal among even the newest of acquaintances, but the political climate and the polarization created by media coupled with the anonymity of social media has caused our society to have a serious breakdown in civil conversations. Now people are talking to others as if they're random people on the internet instead of human beings. As if everyone has to conform to their point of view, or the other person is just dumb, or is an extremist, or has no idea what they're talking about. The sad thing is, this is happening within families and among friends. I guess I'm blessed to be able to have friends and family that are what you can now say are old school in the way that they communicate and that is with respect and at least a modicum of understanding. The attempt to understand another point of view. It's a long lost art. This isn't new. This started over a decade ago, but now it's hitting a fevered pitch. So I've switched off media. I switched off negativity on social media and prefer to tune into positivity. Believe it or not, there is still plenty of that out there. You know, you become more aligned with what you focus on. So this is why I choose my current three strikes policy and mainstream media blackout. There was a time where I was putting my political point of views out there, and I definitely would debate other people with different points of views. But this is the thing. You're not going to change anybody's mind. You aren't. More than likely, that person that you're trolling or getting in an argument with or spewing out your point of view to, yeah, that person isn't going to change their mind. 
every once in a while you might have some good points and then that person might be a little bit more open to your point of view but you're not going to change their entire political spectrum of thought and it is very difficult to get rid of the stigma of being the person who sees everything from a political point of view whether it is on the right or on the left and when it comes down to it what really matters for you what really makes a difference for you is your local politics, the things that affect you around where you're at, where you live, local, not statewide, not national. What you can do is you can vote, but if you really want to make a difference, you get involved locally because local then leads to state initiatives. State initiatives then lead to national initiatives. But people waste a lot of time on these national storylines that are just meant to pit one person against another person and get your blood boiling. Because the more that you are upset, the easier it is for whichever political party of choice to manipulate you. Meanwhile, if you spent four hours watching the news, reading the news, checking out social media, and I guarantee you, if you are doing this, it's in an echo chamber. You aren't checking out the other side. You know, if you're a Republican, you're not going to watch MSNBC for four hours. You know, if you're a Democrat, you're not going to be watching Fox News for four hours. You're in an echo chamber, and you're hearing exactly what you want to hear. Mostly, you're probably just reading the headlines and then making assumptions of everything that's happening just based off that one little headline and getting your blood boiling over headlines without actually reading the story or researching how factual that story is or what the other side might be. So you spend all of this time putting all of this energy into something that you cannot change outside of your vote. So if you're not voting that day, you're not really changing anything. You're probably not involved in local politics where the real change happens, where it really begins. But you spend all of this time probably focusing negative energy on the people you disagree with. You know what you could have been doing? You could have been improving you. You could have been working on your future. Because I can tell you one thing, that echo chamber that you're listening to, all those people, they are not going to come into your house and help you out with whatever you need help with. They aren't. Only you can do that. You, maybe your partner, maybe your family. That's it. A politician isn't going to walk through the door and change your life. Only you can. You know, in the office I'm sitting in right now, I have in a frame a quote by Peter Drucker. It says, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Great quote. That's why it's framed right next to me on the wall. And it's there to remind me that nobody else is going to create my future. Only I can do that. So my, my little rant is over. What I'm trying to say is that you should spend less time focusing on negativity that you see, hear, read every day in the mass media, on social media, televisions, papers, whatever it is. You know that it is mostly negative. It is mostly there to rile you up, suck you in, grab your attention for longer and longer and longer, get you involved in a battle of words online, on Twitter, on Facebook. And before you know it, you've wasted hours and hours of your day that you could have used focusing on yourself and creating a better you. So I hope this podcast becomes a source of positivity and inspiration for you. Let's get into the three legacy story spotlights for today. 
And by the way, if you have a legacy story that you have come across, maybe it is your legacy story or a family member's legacy story, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me personally at LegacyStoryPodcast at InFinancer.com. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, let's get into it. The first story is of Carl Wallace, who is the owner of Diablo's Southwest Grill in Augusta, Georgia. A few weeks ago, someone smashed into his restaurant's front door, and the perpetrator was trying to steal some cash from the register. Unfortunately for him, there was no cash in the register, so he left empty-handed. Carl, of course, was called by the authorities, and just like anybody else would, he was really mad that somebody would smash his front door and basically violate his place of business. He said, you know, my initial response was anger, frustration. I realized that we were going to have to kind of put up a Facebook post about our door looking really, really bad because here we are going to put up two sheets of plywood over the front door to just get through the day. He needed to order the glass to replace what was shattered. He couldn't shut the restaurant down. He employed people. He wanted them to get paid. There were people that loved his food. He didn't want to turn them away. Then Carl had an epiphany, and this is how he explained it. It really kind of occurred to me that it's Easter weekend and to just extend an olive branch. You know, extend the layer of forgiveness and kindness and give the would-be robber some redemption and a different path, end quote. So Carl thought about it for a while, and this is what he decided to post on his Facebook business page. Our burritos are such a smash hit, we've got people breaking in at 4 a.m. for their fix. So if you see our door looking hurricane fabulous at Wheeler Road, this is why. To the would-be robber who is clearly struggling with life decisions or having money issues, please swing by for a job application. There are better opportunities out there than this path you've chosen. No police, no questions. Let's sit down and talk about how we could help you and fix the road you're on. Sincerely, Carl. That post obviously went viral, and he's been interviewed all across the country about that olive branch that he extended to the person who broke into his restaurant. The next story is about Andy Muser, a fifth grader at Shreve Elementary in Ohio. One day, a friend confided in Andy that she wished she had some of the girl's clothing to wear to school. Her immediate thought was to go to her closet and get the clothes and shoes that she had outgrown because she knew it would fit her friend. The next day, she gave her friend those shoes and the clothes, and she was really happy. You see, that one act of kindness towards a friend made her feel really good, and she couldn't stop thinking about how good it felt to help others, how easy it was for her to do it. So she asked her mom if she could do that for other people. And from that point on, she was on a mission. She went to her school principal because she came up with an idea to create a kindness closet. And that's exactly what she called it, the kindness closet. A place that students can visit during the day to shop for new or gently worn clothes, shoes, accessories. The principal didn't even hesitate. He agreed. He said, yes, let's go. Let's do this. That yes got Andy to thinking, you know, if I could do that and get a yes from my principal, maybe I should go around and talk to local stores. So she went around and asked local stores for donations. She got a bunch of yeses. She got yeses from Dick's Sporting Goods. She got yeses from Everything Rubbermaid, Goodwill, Kohl's, and Mission Thrift. What started as a gift to a friend 
created a positive energy to want to do more. And that spark grew bigger and bigger and bigger and is now a shining bright light in her neighborhood. I can imagine how proud her parents might be. The last story I'd like to share with you guys today is that of 17-year-old Deja Taylor. And when, I gotta tell you guys, when I first saw this story, I was like, wow, what the heck? When, when I was a senior in high school, I was not thinking on this level. I can tell you that, just, just to put it mildly. Deja is amazing. So Deja, 17 years old, senior at Iowa City West High School in Iowa, she was named one of the 40 finalists of the Regeneron Science Talent Search the nation's most prestigious science and math competition for high school seniors. Why was she competing? What did she come up with? Well, she happened to invent medical stitches that change color to let patients know if a wound is infected. Yes, yeah, I said that right. 17-year-old Deja Taylor, high school senior, invented medical stitches that change colors to let patients know if a wound is infected. Is that amazing or what? Her sutures work by changing color if the patient's pH level alters, and that indicates an infection. So let's try to wrap our brains around this amazing story. They just said that pH is one of the most relevant parts of wound healing, and it changes quickly, so it's one of the fastest ways to identify infection. That's her thought process of why she wanted to do this. So she started experimenting with root vegetables. She said, I found that beets change color at the perfect pH point. That's perfect for an infected wound. The beets provided the perfect dye for her invention, changing from bright red to dark purple when a surgical wound becomes infected. So she spent over a year researching this and perfecting it, and she's working on getting her sutures patented. Her mission is to have these sutures used in developing countries where they can save lives and money. She said, and I quote, The goal of my project is to decrease the number of deadly surgical site infections in developing countries because developing countries suffer from the most number of deaths due to surgical site infections. I was like, there is no way that that should be happening. The equity part of my brain and all the work that I do around equity was like, that shouldn't be happening. They should have the resources to save their citizens in their country. So my goal is to work on that and make sure that it can actually detect those types of infections and stuff. End quote. Now, I'm sure many of you can agree with me. That is a completely different level of thinking than you probably had when you were a senior in high school. Don't feel bad, same for me. Now, if there's 40 finalists, she's one of them for this Regeneron Science Talent Search. I need to be checking out this talent search. Who's with me? Who's going to open up a Google search right now to check this out? No, you should finish listening to this and you could Google away. Three very positive stories though here. This is what I'm talking about. Focus on the positive, dump the negative, work on yourself and your future, and you inevitably will positively affect others around you, for sure around you, and perhaps create a legacy story that has an impact beyond your wildest imagination. Well, that's all for today's episode of Legacy Story. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to follow me on social media, at Your Legacy Story, except for on Twitter, which is The Legacy Story, and at Infinancer. Trust me, you're going to find positive things. You won't have to block me or mute me.
or ban me. Hey, listen, if you want a plan that will get you out of debt and moving towards financial freedom, I want to invite you to book a free discovery session with me at infinancer.com. I-N-F-I-N-A-N-C-E-R.com. I don't do just getting out of debt if you need a plan for maybe kids college or uh, retirement. Keep in mind I am not a financial advisor so I'm not selling anything. I have certification in financial coaching and that is just taking a look at where you're at, a deep dive into your budget and finances, and then figuring out a plan specific to you that will get you where you want to go. I especially like to work with couples who are about to get married because starting your marriage off on the right footing, especially when it comes to finances and handling debt, is a key factor in a successful marriage. So go to infinancer.com and book that free discovery session with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I can't wait to meet you again next week on Legacy Story. Until next time, ciao.